Uh, it is Mother's Day. And as I was prepping for this message, I was thinking a lot about being a mom and all the moms out there. Or being, like Marin said, a, a mother figure in someone's life. What that means, what that entails, the responsibility, the calling of the title mother. And let me say, it's beautiful and wonderful and amazing, and it's a lot. Amen? It's a lot. We as moms endure a lot, hold a lot, we carry a lot. That word carry seemed to stick out to me. We carry so much as moms. We support the weight of. We support the weight of so much and so many. And oftentimes, those are heavy loads. As I was looking at all the moms that were just up here a moment ago, I was remembering what that stage was like when my kids were younger, when I was younger. Yeah, there, there we are. Um, Liza would literally kill me. I hope she doesn't watch the message because she would die that I just showed that picture. My husband said, I cannot believe that's the one you chose, but that's the one I chose. I was carrying a lot back then, like actually physically. I remember it well, right? Ladies, the diaper bags along with the purse and the sippy cups and the snacks and a child or two, we were carrying all of that and the pumpkin seats. Is that still a thing? Do we still carry the pumpkin seat? You know, the, the thing that you put in the car seat, but you, my biceps were amazing when I had babies from carrying those horrible pumpkin seats. When our kids are little, we carry a lot, literally and figuratively. We also carry their fears and their joys and their discoveries. And as, as they grow, the caring changes, but we still carry heavy loads with them, just in a different way. And they need us to carry those loads with them. Actually, we all need that, don't we? We all need someone to help us carry our loads, our burdens. We're wrapping up our five-week sermon series, Closer. For the past four weeks, we've been looking at what it means to commune with God, to worship God, not just on Sunday mornings, but beyond. Communing with God all day, every day, worshiping Him, not just on Sundays, but with our lives. Last week, Tim talked about listening to the Spirit, being alert in all circumstances, hearing from him, and then obeying. Where you lead, Lord, I will follow. And then the week before that, Marin talked about worshiping as a verb, giving our whole selves in praise and adoration all the time. Barry spoke about worshiping God by bringing our gifts, our gifts of our resources and our praise and our attention. 
And in week one, Dave kicked off this whole series by setting the stage for the other weeks, defining what communion with God is, what worship with God really looks like. He described it as this, it's a thin space between heaven and earth in which you are as close to God as you can possibly be in this life. I talked a bit about this sacred space back in February during our series on prayer, which I would, I would say that whole series on prayer is a great companion piece to this series about worship. Prayer is communion with God. Prayer is one of the ways to get closer to God. In that message, I shared a quote uh, from the book Going Higher with God in Prayer by A.W. Tozer. And he said this, I need to get to the point where I'm coming up into his presence and allowing him to come down into my presence at his discretion. And when that happens, I will begin to see things like I never saw them before. I will see them from God's perspective. In that space where we meet God and see things from his perspective, we can bring our gifts, we can worship with our whole selves, we can hear from the Holy Spirit, and we can bring our burdens to Jesus. Jesus talks about this very idea in Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. And we're going to look at those verses today. So you can grab a Bible. Uh, maybe you brought your own. You can grab one at home. If you're going to grab the house Bibles here, it's going to be page, page 809. Uh, I believe the scripture is also on the Grace app, or you can go on the Bible app and uh, find the scripture. And I want to say hello to you that are joining us online. We're glad you're here. So we're in chapter 11, Matthew chapter 11, starting in verse 28. And this is what Jesus has to say in these couple of verses. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. So Matthew 11 is about the confirmation of Jesus as the Messiah. In the opening verses, Matthew recalls John the Baptist's prophecies and reflects on the promises of the coming Messiah. This culminates in providing rest for those who are weary and burdened. Verse 28 again says, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. This is a common promise throughout the history of Israel. God promised rest for his people if they would trust and obey him. In Exodus 33:14, God says to Moses, as he's leading the people to the promised land, he says in that chapter, the Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. He promises rest. Unfortunately for Israel, they were never really able to enjoy must rest due to their lack of obedience. The promise of rest was there. But the people were stubborn and they turned from God and there is no trust outside or there is no rest outside, true rest outside of his presence. 
So when they turned from him, they could not find his presence because there is no rest outside of his presence. And here in this passage that we're looking at, that rest that God is talking about, that rest is found in the person of Jesus. Rest cannot be found outside of the presence of God. That thin space, that sacred space, that is where you will find true rest. And in these verses in Matthew, Jesus is explaining to his followers how to find that rest. The rest that they and you desperately need. The Lord was addressing the people of Israel who were burdened and weighed down with the legal do's and don'ts of the Pharisees. And with, with the, that, the consequences, the guilt, the frustration, and the dissatisfaction that always comes from legalism, they are weighed down. And not, that is not unlike us. Do you feel weighed down this morning? Like life is hard, maybe sometimes unbearable. Your burdens are heavy. The load you are under is pressing down on you. It's cause and effect, right? That's how he sets it up. It's cause and effect. We are weary. Why? Because we're carrying heavy burdens. What are your heavy burdens that you're carrying? Is it something you've put on yourself? Unhealthy behaviors or, or unhealthy patterns in your life? Is it something that has been put upon you, thrust upon you that you did not ask for? Is it someone that is difficult or a toxic relationship or a broken relationship? Or are you under attack? What burden are you carrying this morning that is making you weary? In the midst of the weariness that the people of Israel felt, that you feel this morning. Jesus is saying, come to me. Come to me. Jesus enters the picture and the rest that God's people have longed for, for generations, is finally a reality. Jesus offers to do this for Israel and for us, what they were incapable of doing for themselves. Give them rest. Give you rest. We are incapable of finding this rest outside of him. So how do you achieve this? Continuing on, Jesus says this, take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you. Okay, before we go any further, we better define what is a yoke. Did a, does anyone know? I didn't know. I mean, I kind of knew. But a yoke is a wooden cross piece that is fastened over the necks of two animals so that they can pull a cart or a plow. There, that is a yoke. Those two, those two, they're yoked together. They are joined together. They are bound together. This, the idea of a yoke would have been very familiar, familiar to the listeners at the time that Jesus is speaking these words. You see, in the Old Testament, those who were under the Mosaic law, 
they were yoked to Moses. And those who were under the authority of the Pharisees were said to be yoked to the Pharisees. Peter even challenges the Pharisees about this later in Acts 15, verse 10, when he says, so why are you now challenging God by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors could bear? The burdens the people are carrying are heavy. The things and people they are yoked to are unbearable. What have you yoked yourself to? What, are you, what or who have you joined yourself to? Who have you bound yourself to? Trying to find relief, trying to lighten your load, trying to release the burdens. And it's not working. It won't work. Jesus is offering a new yoke. How can you lighten your load? Jesus says this in the next verses. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. This isn't an invitation to take the yoke off. No, it's an invitation for us to put on his yoke. Take off the heavy yoke of the world and put on the yoke that adheres you to Jesus. Be yoked to him. Be yoked to the only one who can help carry your burdens and lighten your load. This means when you're yoked to him, you're with him. You are by his side, following him, learning from him, absorbing all he has to offer. The life and freedom a relationship with him can give you. When you are following and abiding in him, there you will find rest. There you will find rest. Following Jesus doesn't mean we are released from all responsibility. To take Christ's yoke upon you means to obey him, to submit to God's will for our lives. Jesus is clear, there are expectations to following him and it will not always be easy, but he's gentle. He's not like the other things you've yoked your lives to that will weigh you down. Even in difficult seasons, we can find rest and peace because we are yoked to him. He is rest and peace. We aren't going through life alone when we are yoked to him. He will be our strength. You are his disciple. Let him teach you. And you will find rest for your souls. Only in that thin space can you find your soul truly find that rest. We're talking about having the attitude of a learner, someone who takes it in and seeks to apply all that Jesus is teaching you. It's what he talks about in Luke chapter 6, 47 through 49. He says this, I will show you what it's like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching and then follows it. It is like a person building a house who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid rock. When the flood waters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it is well built. 
but anyone who hears and doesn't obey is like a person who builds a house right on the ground without any foundation. When the flood waters sweep down against that house, it will collapse in a heap of ruins. When you yoke yourself to him instead of other things and people, when you learn from him, when you obey him as his follower, your burdens are lighter because your life is built on solid ground. It will not collapse in a heap around you. He's not taking the yoke away. He is replacing that yoke with a yoke that is tied to him, next to him, yoked to him. You will learn from him. You will imitate him. You will abide in him because he is humble and gentle at heart. Be yoked to the only one who can help you carry your burdens and lighten your load. Joy in him. Bind yourself to him. Why? Because he says in verse 30, for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Easy is from the word krestos, which means it's a verb, which means useful, manageable, serviceable, that which fills a need and is well-fitting. In other words, it is designed to fit your needs. It is tailor-made for you. He tailor-made this yoke that he's going to share with you. He tailor-made it for you because he knows you. He knows what you can carry. He knows what you can't carry. And he loves you that much that he'll tailor make that yoke to share with you. Just like any father or mother would do. And light is Elphros. Light in weight, agile, not burdensome or overbearing. So what does it mean to take Christ's yoke? To take Christ's yoke means to submit yourself to him as the one who is gentle and meek, as the one who is gentle and caring and concerned for us. It means to put yourself under his leading, to join yourself together with him. But the difference is he's your yoke mate. He's your yoke mate. And as your yoke mate, he will give you rest. Because when you're yoked to Jesus, this is what it looks like. He's the bigger one. He's the stronger one. He's going to bear your load with you. He's going to lift the most. He's going to carry the burden while the smaller one follows behind and learns right next to him. You're gonna learn right next to your yoke mate. The bigger, stronger one is giving rest to the other and teaching and guiding the other, lifting the burden, lifting the heavy, carrying the load. He's carrying the load with you. That's how you find rest for your souls. Being a mom is a lot. I said it earlier. We carry a lot. We handle a lot. 
from the moment they enter our lives. We hold so much for them. We, we carry so much forever. Once a mom, always a mom. We're always a mom. But what we carry changes. The burdens change. How we carry it changes. What, when they were little, we carried stuff for them. Now we carry it with them. The pumpkin seat seems so easy now. My kids are basically adults now. And a few years ago, I was with um, one of them, just the two of us. And it was our last night together, and there was something they needed to share, and I could tell. And I could tell it had taken them a while to work up the courage to be able to share this with me, because it was hard and it was heavy. But they did. And uh, we, we went to bed. And the next morning I woke up and I was looking at them and I was thinking about all the times in my life that I'd shared the hard or the heavy or the ugly with my own mother. And how I felt after I'd gotten that off my chest, after I released it. And so when my child woke up, I said, do you feel lighter? They were like, what? And I said, do you feel lighter? And it clicked. And they were like, yeah, I do. And I said, that's because I'm going to carry this with you. Because that's what a mother does. That's what a father does. That's what our father does. Sometimes we carry it with you. Sometimes it's for you. And sometimes... When the burden has beat you down so hard, we'll just carry you until you're healed enough and whole enough to walk on your own again. That's what Jesus is saying to you this morning. Let me carry this with you or for you or let me carry, carry you. Yoke yourself to Jesus. He will carry your burdens with you. Be yoked to the only one who can help you carry your burdens and lighten your load. When you enter that thin, sacred space where you ascend to him and he descends to you, you can bring your burdens fully to him. No matter how heavy they are, no matter if you can't carry them, he's going to meet you right where you are. Your yoke mate, he's going to meet you right where you are. You meet him in that space and he is standing there with his arms stretched out, saying, come to me, weary one. Come to me. Let me yoke you to me. Get in there right next to me. Bigger, stronger, sturdier me. And he turns to you and he says, I'll carry it with you, my child. I'll carry it with you.
I know that you in this space this morning and at home are carrying burdens. Some of them are, are not huge, but some of you in this space are carrying heavy stuff this morning. Loads, loads that you need to release, that you need to give to your yoke mate, that you need to put yourself right beside him. One of the beautiful gifts he gives us is other people to share that burden with us. My prayer team telling me every time I'm with them, it's like a balm to my soul. So I want to end this time, end this series by giving you space this morning, giving you space to carry your burdens. We're going to have some of our pastors over here and actually kind of surrounding the whole room. If you need to share a burden this morning with them and be prayed with, please come up here and be prayed over with whatever you need this morning. If you can't get out of your seat, raise your hand and they will come to you. We also have prayer cards back at the tables. If you are not even able to speak the burden this morning, write it down on that prayer card and leave it there and one of our staff will pray over that card this week. I promise you that. And moms and people that play that role in people's lives, you're carrying a lot, no matter what the stage. And so some of our moms are gonna be over here ready to receive you for prayer. They'll be over to this side from one mom to another. Share your load with them and let them carry it with you. Take it to Jesus for you. There's going to be scriptures on the screen. Take this time, this gift of time, and release the load. Release the heavy. Do what you need to do. Come for prayer. Write it down. Sit in your seat and pray whatever you need, but take these moments to bring your burdens to the Lord, the only one who can lighten your load.
Thanks for watching, but don't stop there. We want you to find community at Grace Church. And the first step in doing that is going to gracechurch.us slash hub. There you'll find other sermons, details about upcoming events, and other important announcements. And make sure you subscribe to our channel so you don't miss out when we post something new. Thanks again for watching. We'll see you next time.